Welcome to the Growing in Grace podcast, where you can listen in on some casual conversation about the good news of Jesus without all of the inconsistent religious double talk. If you've ever struggled with feelings of hopelessness, guilt, and despair, or wondered if you're really right with God, it's time to discover the true freedom that comes with the gospel of unlimited and overflowing grace. Well, hey there once again, the Growing in Grace podcast here with me, Mike Kapler, and that guy over there, Joel Brzezinski. Hello. Glad you found us, growingingrace.org. Past archived programs are there. We've been talking about uh, Paul and James, and were they in agreement? And we've got several programs before we've done this one, so you might want to take a jump back. We started in Acts 15, took a look at James 2 a little bit, along with some other passages uh, mixed in including uh, Paul's view of things uh, in Romans chapter 4. There's many places we could go with Paul's view of things, with all the different things that he wrote uh, covering the majority of the New Testament. But um, we're going to be going into uh, Galatians chapter 2, because there are some things here that uh, uh, it's pretty rich. And I was telling Joel earlier, you know, I've always liked the book of Galatians. Sometimes I sort of felt myself rushing past chapters one and two, just so I could get to chapter three, where I felt like (laughs) things were really taking off uh, when it came to the gospel and and the explanation and the revelation that was in there. But uh, considering the topic and discussion that we've had here uh, in recent weeks, we'll probably be spending some time in Galatians too, because there's there's some great things to sort out. And Joel, I want to get you in here, but I was just going to mention again to people, using round figures, and, and it will vary. It will definitely vary among scholars and historians. But the nutshell version that is often agreed upon is that Jesus died somewhere around 30 AD. It was a, a few years after that that Paul actually got saved after the resurrection. James, one of the earliest books written, perhaps as early as 38 AD, somewhere between there and 44 AD. Acts 15 that we were talking about several weeks ago uh, occurred somewhere around 49 AD, 50 AD, somewhere in there. The book that Paul wrote to the Galatians was probably also written right around that time uh, as Acts 15. Um, Might be a couple years difference there. I think some might have uh, Paul writing to the Galatians right before that meeting in Jerusalem from Acts 15. Some have it right after. But just to give your mind some some thought here as to what was taking place, the point is, in, in this day and age when things happen so quickly and so fast, we must stop and realize that you know, from the time that Jesus died and until the time that Paul was writing to the Galatians or meeting with uh, James and the Jerusalem Church Council, it's nearly 20 years later. So just food for thought. Yeah, and that's always good to point out because, like you say, we we just rush through things when we're reading, especially when we're, we're trying to get our Bible in, in a year done. And <laughs> we don't. <laughs> so and nothing wrong with that. Um, I've never done it. But um, when we read the Bible like that, just to get our reading in or or whatever, like you say, we want to get to the better, you know, something that we think is cooler or, or funner or whatever, um, we might miss some things. And it's good to slow down and, and see what's actually going on here and that some time actually went by. In fact, Paul was talking about how his early days in his life in Christ and, he, and near the end of chapter 1, he, you know, he's talking about how Jesus revealed himself to him, that it pleased God who separated me from my mother's womb and called me through his grace to reveal his son in me that I might preach him among the Gentiles. He didn't immediately confer with flesh and blood, 
you know, with people, that was probably a really good thing. <laughs> he listened to, you know, what Jesus told him, revealed to him, and he didn't go up to Jerusalem to those who were apostles before me, but I went to Arabia and returned again to Damascus. Then, after three years, I went up to Jerusalem to see Peter, and I saw none of the other apostles except James, the Lord's brother. We've been talking about James. And then um, he went through some other things, and he says how the, the he was unknown by face to the churches in Judea, that they only heard that he who formerly persecuted us now preaches the faith which he once tried to destroy. And then he says, Then after 14 years, I went up again to Jerusalem with Barnabas and took Titus with me. I'm reading all of this to make that point that you're making, that in the early church, in these critical years after the death and resurrection of Jesus, various things went on in the church. And we see, like we talked about in Acts 15, how even 20 years-ish later, there were still people, um, Jews, who believed that a person had to be circumcised and keep the law of Moses, in addition to believing in Jesus. And Paul, he heard the gospel a different way. It was revealed to him by Jesus, and then three years I went by, and then another 14 years went by, and then uh, some of these other things happened. And then that's how we get then into the start of Galatians 2. And and Paul makes it quite clear that he was teaching a different gospel than what some of those others were, were teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and other writings, he, he warns against teaching something different than what he was teaching. But he was teaching something different than those of the reputation or the, the leadership uh, from the, the Jerusalem side of the church. He was uh, not really, you know, when it came to these people who had a, a reputation of sorts, that, that didn't impress Paul because God didn't look at people that way. And so, yeah, we, we got um, this thing that Paul is explaining in, in Galatians 2 that some people came from James and, and were troubling some of these Gentile believers. He's writing to the, the Galatians here. And um, they agreed that Jesus was needed for salvation. But, and it's, it's sometimes they're called Judaizers, right? They would mix the law with it and say things like circumcision is also required for, for justification, for salvation. Um, not just Jesus alone, but things like that, things that were related to the law and, and works. And, and Paul was challenging them on that. And he even, in Galatians 2, points out with, with Peter, in front of everybody, it says that he challenged him because Peter, who knew the truth about the freedom that Gentiles had apart from the works of the law, um, he, because, you know, remember now in Acts 15, Peter was arguing for the case of the Gentiles that they should not be burdened with the Mosaic law. Peter was making that case in Acts 15 that we had covered several weeks ago. And yet sometimes apparently when people from the Jerusalem church would come around and Peter would kind of blend in with them. And so Paul would challenge Peter on that in the book of Galatians and, um, it was kind of interesting because he's basically saying, how is it that you, being a Jew, <laughs> are living like a Gentile, 
but you're trying to get the Gentiles to live like the Jews. <laughs> um, and so it, it was, uh, it was a, a big deal going on here. In verse 16, I'm just looking. Uh, we know that a person is, uh, Galatians 2 here, we know that a person is not justified by works of the law, but through faith in Jesus Christ. So we also have believed in Christ Jesus in order to be justified by faith in Christ and not by the works of the law, because by the works of the law, no one is justified. But if in our endeavor to be justified in Christ, we too were found to be sinners, is Christ then a servant of sin? Certainly not. For if I rebuild what I tore down, I prove myself to be a transgressor. For through the law, I died to the law so that I might live to God. So all of this takes place apart from the works of the law. And then the, the popular passage uh, here, Joel, uh, Galatians 2.20, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. And then the big slam here, I do not nullify or I do not set aside the grace of God. For if righteousness comes through the law, then Christ died in vain or he died needlessly. He died for no purpose. That's big stuff there. And it just doesn't jive with what James was saying. Right, yeah, and the problem that Paul had with Peter wasn't that he would hang out with the Gentiles and live like a Gentile. You know, that's the really neat thing here, is that Peter knew that it was okay for him to eat with the Gentiles and hang out with the Gentiles and not keep the law, but his hypocrisy was that when these Jews came around from James, these men from James, when they would come around, then Peter would get scared and he would withdraw from the Gentiles and he would call, he would tell these Gentiles that they had to live like Jews and keep the law. That, and it was the hypocrisy there that was there because that nullified the gospel. That was against what the gospel really was. Peter knew what the gospel really was, but he was living like he didn't, like he was living in a different way, compelling Gentiles to, to try to live like Jews, and, and so on and so forth. And so Paul withstood him to his face, and I kind of like the fact that this all happened because we get some we get Galatians 3, you know, like you were talking about, want to rush through Galatians 1 and 2 so we get to the good parts. Well, it's really cool that all of this happened because Paul might not have even written this uh, epistle if it wasn't for what happened here, because he used this happening, this thing that happened with Peter to tell these Galatians that they were being foolish and they were being bewitched by these people who were telling them that they needed to keep the law and do works in order to be saved. I think uh, the message says, um, has someone put a hex on you? Did someone put a hex on you? You, you know, something crazy has happened, I think it says there. But so these people were troubling them, telling them that they had to be circumcised and keep the law. And Paul, in another instance here, it's another instance of him needing to set people straight. These people uh, in Galatia telling them, this only I want to learn from you. Did you receive the spirit by the works of the law? or by the hearing of faith. You know, are you so foolish? Having begun in the spirit, are you now being made perfect by the flesh? And uh, so he's talking about, he's contrasting what they had been taught uh, with what the actual gospel is. Well, I mean, Paul names names here. I mean, he says <laughs> James, Peter, and John, 
who seemed to be pillars perceived hmm. the the grace that was given to me they gave the right hand of fellowship to Barnabas and me that we should go to the Gentiles and they to the circumcised. In other words, all right, Paul, it's almost like James was saying, all right, Paul, you, you, you go on over there. My focus is on the Jews uh, and, the, and the law included with Jesus. Uh, you go on over there and give those people all the grace you want to, those Gentiles. Because again, you know, there was still a transition going on here between Jew and Gentile. Gentiles were looked down upon for a long, long time. They couldn't even go into somebody's house. They couldn't associate with them under the law. Go ahead and go to the uh, the Gentiles, uh, Paul. You you go do that. We'll deal with the the circumcised here. Um, so he kind of names names. They they seem to be pillars, <laughs> is the way that Paul phrased that. Uh, and they only asked us to remember the poor, the very, the very thing I was eager to do. And that's where he mentions I I came to Antioch and I opposed Peter to his face because of the contradiction, the hypocrisy that he was demonstrating there with the certain men who came from James. Um, so th there's more to be said about all of this. There's there's just so much stuff here. Um, it, this, this is a big deal. Uh, it's not just historical significance we're talking about. Mm -hmm. But one thing I would point out, uh, it's okay for James and Paul to see things differently um, because the scriptures aren't really testifying about doctrine in spite of what a lot of people think. They're testifying about a person, whether that's Old Testament or New Testament. They're testifying about a person, and his name is Jesus. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski, heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. Access past programs by visiting growingingrace.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.